Episode 109. Thank you all for listening to episode 108, Blurple. I'm Gray, here with my co-host, Blurple. And back to Gray. Blurple. Uh, <laughs> so. I'm just going to randomly say that every, like, ten minutes. I listened blurple. to it. I listened to it and just started laughing that Blurple. Blue violet, blue purple, Blurple. 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 Uh, I got nothing else. You? Blurple. Perfect. Thanks to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Did you happen to see that he is going to be opening for uh, the lead singer of 311 Side Project? Mm, I did not. He's going to be opening for them in, I think, Maryland, if I'm not mistaken. Good. i got to pull this up because I found it. I, I, I'm happy for him. I mean, the dude is he's making big strides in what he's doing, and I'm proud of him. I'm happy we get to use his song. So it's, uh, and forgive me if I butcher this, Los Stellarians at the Rock, at the Rock, and, Rock and Roll Hotel in D.C. Monday, September 16th. For those that don't know, that's 311 Singer Side Project. If you know me, then you know how big of a deal this is for him. Yes, it's a humongous deal for him. And uh, so if the area, if you're in the area, go check him out in D.C. at the Rock and Roll Hotel. <laughs> Rock and Roll Blurple <laughs> Hotel in D.C. on Monday, September 16th. He's opening for Los Stellarians. So, hey, Wes, we're proud of you, and we appreciate moments in time, and we're happy to see all these things that are going on and be on this journey with you. Full shizzle. Blurple. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, first and primary sponsor of OTL Sports Podcast, also the supplier of the merchandise that will not be given out at the end of the NFL and college. Well, college we don't do anything. At the end of the NFL season, we do the bowl pick Bowls, yeah. when we get there. So hopefully we're not giving anything away. Jeremy's excited. He's like, I'm getting my hoodie. So I told him. That's what he thinks. That's what he thinks. <laughs> Probably we'll see. And you know what? we got to thank Jeremy, though. He shared it with a crap load of people on Facebook. Oh, did he? To get people in there. Yeah, awesome. he shared it with about 15, 20 people. So thank you, Jeremy. We hope more people get in it. We hope to destroy everybody. That's our goal here. We'll destroy everybody. Yes, we will. So we're looking forward to that. It'll be better than last year. I hope, because we only won by, what, two, one, something one. like that? I, I was looking at it today. Oh, um, yeah, because the Bulls, we tied. Yeah, the Bulls, we tied, and I was looking at it last night, I think. And, uh, yeah, we beat Vialise by one. Vialise. Sorry. What did, what did that say? <laughs> Vialise, a Vialise story? That's what that episode was? I think so. You yeah. lose. Good day, sir. I said good day. Too bad. That's, maybe this year. Maybe this year. Vialise, you won't get it this year. No. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding area. And not. Ooh. Saudi Arabia. I know that's where it was. My, I fidgeted on the way in. So, serves the Toledo and surrounding area. And not. I can't read that one. So, we're going to go to this one. Juba. And look... <laughs> You see the a whole bunch of guns? <laughs> yeah. What is that? Juba, Saudi Arabia. That looks like just a whole bunch of guns. Yes. And yep. swords. Guns and swords. Okay. And I don't think I'll be visiting there. I see why Sean doesn't uh, help that place out. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. So thank you, Sean. Again, 419-704-5471. Give him a call. Thank you to Tim at Verizon. Verizon is a true technology business partner who helps local businesses deploy technologies that positively impact operations and can increase revenue for the company. At Verizon, they do not wait for the future. They build it. Go to Verizon.com. Verizon. 
Verizon.com. Thank you. And get with a sales rep in your area. Do you think there's a Blurple.com? <laughs> we might have to see if we can get it. I don't think I'm going to type that in. But <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know what comes up. You know, what if we put it on our phone? I might have to try that. Blurple.com. If it's there, we have to buy it. The domain. It is available. Blurple.com is available. So for anybody that wants to buy it for us as a domain and start a website for us, we would appreciate that. What exactly would we put on that website? Just our podcast stuff? Podcast stuff, fun sports facts. I don't. I just don't know. Updated standings. I just don't know if I would like to tell people, yeah, go to Blurple.com and be like, <laughs> no. But yeah, I wouldn't either. I don't yeah. blame you. Sorry. Blurple. Thank you to Cassandra at PNC. Visit Cassandra at the White House branch or give her a call, 419-877-0634. She can help with all of your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, or personal banking. She's there to help. And thank you to Steve at Savage & Associates, who sponsored the Frickers Lunch for Episode 100 and hopefully is going to sponsor the lunch again at Episode 200. Mmm, Frickers. And last but not least, we, I hear we have a new sponsor. Is that right? I think we do. Yes. All right. Let's hear about him. Well, Gary, do you have trouble dating? Yes. Do you? Yes. Are you a single man? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, datingtransformation.com. Okay. So you go to this website. And That's a lot of words. So D-A-T-I-N-G-T-R-A-N-S-F-O-R-M-A-T-I-O-N.com. Actually, you got to say it and then you win the spelling bee. Dating transformation.com. There you go. Yes! What do you win? I don't know. What do I win? Nothing. Damn it. Yo, wait. I win a Jason Garrett clap. Thank you. No, he claps much faster. He's got a great golf clap. Yes, he does. Anyways, let's hear about this. Datingtransformation.com. So, pretty much what you need to do is go to this website and you will get a free assessment. From the best, hands down, not bias at all, dating coach right now in America and possibly the world. So what's going to happen is if you have trouble dating, um, and sorry, this is just for men, for the six women that maybe listen to this. If you have trouble dating, trouble talking to women, um, anything along those lines, you know, maybe you are a businessman, you work a lot, you just don't have time, right? You haven't been in the dating world for a while. So basically me. You focused on your career, right? And you don't have time to get out. You don't like using those uh, dating apps, maybe. Or maybe your dating app needs something. Maybe you're not getting hits, right? Yeah. So Connell Barrett will help you improve your profile on Bumble, on Hinge, maybe even on Tinder if that's what you use, on Match, Farmers Only, whatever you use. He will Christian give you Mingle. Christian Silver Mingle, Singles, anything, blacksmeat.com, anything. But is that black people meet? I thought you were going to go with blackmeat.com. I was like, wait a minute, what are you talking about here? I would not go to that website either. Yes. So, <clears throat> just popped in my head for a second. Yes. I'm just sorry a, about no, that. just I'm talking about a burnt hot dog on the grill. You yeah, know, like I know. I, just, of, I burnt that July. on the way in. I'm sorry. Yeah, it happens sometimes. Thank God you brought that pizza. So, he will give you a free consultation and, and see if um, what he can do for you will work. If it doesn't work, so be it. You guys go your separate ways. If it does work, great. He'll find something, whether you guys have Skype sessions and talk about it, whether he helps improve your dating profile, whether you actually go and meet and go out on the town to a bar, and he is actually there with you. He is Hitch. If you have ever seen Hitch, that's what this is, datingtransformation.com. Connell Barrett will help you out with that. So if uh, what if somebody's married 
Will he help them out? He will not. So he's not... This, his thing is not for cheating on your wife. His thing is not for hooking up with as many chicks as you want. His thing is to help you find the woman of your dreams. That is what this is. It is to find love. It is to find marriage. It is to find that person for you. It is not to find a hookup. It's not for you to get away from your wife because you're bored. It's not for some 16-year-old kid whose high school sweetheart just broke up with him, right? This is for someone who's really looking for love, who's looking for their connection for marriage. He's here to help you improve your game, be better, be more confident, be able to talk to women, be able to hold a conversation, you know? That's what he's here to do. Or if that's not for you and you just, you know, you got all that and you just aren't getting the hits that you want on your Bumble profile, he'll be able to, um, how do I want to say it? He'll be able, he has his ways without giving too much away. He has his ways to turn your profile from what you think is good into something that's great and will get a lot of hits from women. And I just checked out. I, I'm on the website right now. It's pretty cool. He's got an interactive video in the background. Attract w- amazing women. Escape the friend zone. Be 100% authentic. Get your dream girl with dating coach Connell Barrett. And if you're ready, you just click this little link here. It says, I'm ready. Let's chat. And he's got so he's got people that, that support him as well from Cosmopolitan, Oprah Magazine, Maxim, Today, Ass Man, and Playboy. All support this man. Yes, that is true. He, um, you know, without giving away um, relation, you know, he has been, I know, I know a lot about this man. He has gone, uh, he, he does live in New York, but he goes out to LA quite a bit and does a lot of their uh, TV shows. You could probably, I don't know if he has any on there. I know he's got testimonials on his website at datingtransformation.com, but he has been out there. He has been on dating shows. He's been on plenty of shows, TV shows, morning talk shows, radio shows, all of it um, talking about this datingtransformation.com and he is not at all shy. He is uh, in his previous job before this been on CNN. He's been on ESPN. He has been on a lot of different things. He was a writer for 20 plus years for a prestigious sports magazine. He's been in it all. He knows what he's doing. And the best part of this is that the whole thing why he did this because of his own struggles. Really? His own struggles with women his entire life, yeah. pretty much. Is he still a single guy? So Yes, he is. He is still a single guy, um, You know, active in the dating scene as well, Perfect. but looking to help out guys who aren't as confident, who need that next step in life. That's what he's here to do. That's awesome. And it sounds like, you know, just, just from talking to somebody with experience would be good for people. And it might, it might help them get encouraged. You know, those, those guys that, you know, kind of struggle and are more, uh, you know, not outgoing and more introverted, so to speak, and could help them. And I mean, it's probably going to be good for them because he can be helpful in the, he, it sounds like he comes at it like a friend. Exactly. And that's what people need. That's exactly what he's doing. He, and that's the whole point of the consultation. That's why he just doesn't take your business on and say, okay, you're going to pay X amount of dollars and this is what you're going to do. He wants to talk to you first. He has an in-depth conversation. And if that in-depth conversation isn't something that you like or feel comfortable with, then you guys part ways mutually and that's it. If it is, great. He wants to be your friend. He wants to be your wingman. He wants to see you succeed and go up to that 10 that you've never talked to, you're scared to, you know, you got butterflies in your stomach at the bar and have a meaningful conversation, get her number and go get dinner and drinks the next night out. That's his goal. That's what he wants to see. I just talked to him this weekend. He, um, you know, I, I was asking, I said, what's your success rate on this, right? I said, everyone knows, yeah, anyone can say they can do that, right? You can go to the bar and wingman for your buddy any night of the week. Right. Is he going to tell you the truth of what happened? Probably not. 
most guys are going to lie. So he has two engagements right now. He has a lot of boyfriend-girlfriend relationships so far. Great. So that's great. So, um, you know, he, he has admitted there have been certain failures, but guys he's seen improve, and even those guys have gone through and said, hey, at least I had, you know, I, I did this, and I'm more confident, and I had a girlfriend for a little bit, and maybe she didn't work out, but I'm going to use your th- your steps, your tools that you gave me for the next one to be able to uh, find maybe the right person. But that improved confidence I think that's what it is. So go to datingtransformation.com. There's testimonials on there. You can watch those if need be. And uh, check out the website. Go through. Um, mention mention uh, you know Over the Line Sports Podcast if you do happen to go on there and do talk to him and all of that. He'll know exactly what's that what that is from and understand and uh, you know maybe help out a lot more with uh, what you want because of uh, who he knows on this podcast. Yes, and again, mention Over the Line Sports Podcast when you talk to Connell, and it's datingtransformation.com. You can go on there. You can check out the client results. There's a nice story here from a guy named Kyle. Uh, Check that out. It's a video. It's about 2 minutes and 44 seconds, and there's other testimonials you can read on how it's worked for people. So, again, check it out. Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. All right, so let's let's go on. Random fact of the day, okay, or random, I should say random. You know how we've got this new thing where we're doing a random talk, topic each day? Yeah. So here's the one I came up with and because I saw a meme, and it drove me nuts, and I was like, I think Bear and I could have fun with this. And it was, you've seen that show, I'm sure, House Hunters or House Hunters International? Um, only when I'm at the dentist. Okay, so you know what I'm talking about, though. Yes, uh, well, the the people who um, here, some, someone's an artist, right? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Here, Sorry, here's I don't no, no. Here's one, and here's what I'll tell you what we're gonna do. So this one says, "I sharpen colored pencils, and my wife works one hour a month collecting butterflies. Our budget, one point eight million. Yep. So my thing here is, let's come up with some, <laughs> like some outrageous things that we see. Like I do finger painting with three year olds. And what does your wife do? <laughs> My wife, she beats meat in the freezer. Okay. Our budget, $2.4 million. $2.4 million. Wow. Just yeah. for beating meat in the freezer and yes. finger painting with three-year-olds. Okay. Yes. I take pictures of cheetahs, okay, <laughs> and my wife cuts the homeless hair on the side of the street. Our budget, $2.1 million. I don't make as much as you, so I need to find out how to get into the finger painting business with three-year-olds. So... Um, Another one. I sweep floor. Or I sweep the NBA floor okay. during commercial breaks, mm. and my wife hangs up the nets. Okay, nice. Yeah, our budget nine hundred thousand. Nine hundred thousand, not bad. I figured you'd make a little bit more from NBA teams, but that's fair. Yeah. Okay. He only um, works those commercial breaks. You know, he's got three minutes. I only watch Hulu ads, not the shows, just the ads. Yeah. Right. And my wife makes bologna sandwiches for me. That's that's it. <laughs> While I watch these ads, that's what we do. Budget, one point four million. Whoo! Yeah. That's that's some cheap bologna. Got to save that cash. Uh, so I do uh, toy reviews on YouTube. Mm. Well, that actually. Yeah, I know. I'm getting to it. And my wife records. Our budget, nine million. Yeah, but that's that's legit. I know it is. I'm talking about <laughs> Ryan's Toy World. That's the scary my part. My kid watches Ryan's Toy World. That kid, you know how much he made last year on YouTube alone? I don't even want to know. You don't? Nope. Okay. Because I'll be mad. I'll be mad about some seven-year-old reviewing toys making millions of dollars. <clears throat> Eleven million. Um, but he uh, yes. and he also has a uh, he has a line at Walmart of toys. Kid loves him. 
And, uh, you know, he just has this. I'm watching this, and I told my son the one day, I said, dude, I don't want to watch this. It makes me mad. <laughs> like, I get mad that kids watch kids play games. They don't even play games anymore. No. They no. watch kids play games. All this Twitch crap, all these Twitchers making millions and millions of dollars. That's ridiculous. Twitchers. Sons of Twitchers. Sons of Twitchers. Um, anyway, <laughs> you got any more? No, no, I'm, I'm fresh out of ideas. All right, so Justin on the Twitter. With Oregon losing over the weekend, where does the Pac-12 sit with the possibility of getting a playoff team? Zero percent. I totally agree. That was it. Unless uh, there's – okay, sorry, one percent. Because if Oregon wins out and Auburn wins out and Oregon wins the Pac-12 over a tougher team, maybe Utah is like 10-2 and two or something, um, and Alabama has lost – and Georgia has lost, and Ohio State has lost, and all these other teams have lost, and there's a, a lot of one-loss teams, and then Oregon has a shot. And Auburn has to lose twice, right? You no, think? I don't think so, um, because there's still four teams in. So I think that Auburn um, Auburn beating them was huge, obviously, but them making it in now, no, because Auburn's going to lose twice this year. So that's yeah, what's, that's what's going to kill them, and that's going to be the problem. I mean, that – Honestly, is the biggest issue that they're going to run into off of this. Um, they, they and they, they they choked. They were leading the entire game. They're doing great and choked. I don't know how it happened. Made no sense to me. Um, and then Auburn or uh, Auburn not going for two also was really odd. That was odd. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Gus Malzahn, what are you thinking? And they squibbed it, and Oregon got the ball at Auburn's forty with a chance to win the game. Justin Herbert threw a little, a little bit hard. too far. Yeah, I think he was thinking it was from the other forty, mm-hmm. and that was his problem. I was like, I saw it in the air. I'm like, well, that's gone. Yeah, he uh, he did not get enough loft on that ball. Put it that way. So, yeah, one uh, percent. I thought it was zero. Well, I changed it because that was. I'm gonna stick with zero. It's, it's still. I mean, I think it's you're possible. Right. It's still but too early. It's, it's still too early. Um, but that's what I'm saying. I, I gave it – I changed it to 1% because Auburn could win out, which they won't. Right. And there could be teams that have one loss going in, which would get Oregon in. If that is their only loss against number one, two, three, or – well, one, two, or three, Auburn. That right. Would, you know, that that would make your resume – you win the Pac-12, you win out, you only have one loss, and your one loss is to a top three team. That gets you into the playoffs unless – Alabama's undefeated, Georgia's undefeated, Ohio State's undefeated, then you're not getting in. I agree. you got to have some other teams lose. You ready for some trivia? Um, i got the scores right there for you. All right, here we go. Get a head start and give you the first question. Okay, in honor of the big game tonight, actually it's tomorrow, but tonight when people listen to this, between the Bears and Packers, which team has won more all-time in this head-to-head rivalry, regular season and postseason? I have my answer. Me too. On three? Yep. One, two, three. Packers. Damn it. Packers and tied. I know Jeremy. Yeah. (laughs) You're playing playing to Jeremy's stuff. I think it's like 50-50 and two or some shit like that. It's something weird. Because I think they were tied and going into last year. They split again. I think. We're going to find out. Jeremy. And this is uh, Packers is correct. Damn it. 97 to 95. Six ties. Yes. 
Beautiful. So they'll be tied after this year on the Bears. Yeah. Nice. Moving on. And so there's no – remember, this is there's no crying in trivia. Yep. Brought to you in part by the Rockford Peaches. Yes. Next up, in honor of the U.S. Open tennis going on, who was the youngest men's tennis player to ever win the U.S. Open? Hmm. I'll put my answer here. You tell me when you're done typing because I think I'm done. It. I'm going to go with Andy Roddick. And I put John McEnroe. Andy Roddick, John McEnroe. Let's see what happens. I don't know if Roddick ever won a U.S. Open. We put it in the. Uh, I think he did. We put it in the machine. Pete Sampras. Hmm. Okay, that would have been my 1990, third guess. 1990. That was my actually second, second guess. Because my second guess would have been Federer. He was my second guess. 19 years old and 28 days. Uh, what year? 90. 90. Wasn't even born yet. And finally, in honor of the XFL team name announcement a couple weeks ago, generic names, by the way, how many players who played in the original XFL also played in the NFL? Closest gets the point. Um... Okay, I think I got my answer. Okay, you, I typed mine in. I got four. I got 17. That's a lot. I know, because I can think of like... I know one. I can think of Tommy one. Maddox. Well, sorry, two. Rod Smart. Yeah, Rod yeah. Smart. Was it. He hate me. That's about it. I forgot about Maddox. Actually, no, I think I knew that. But I thought... Well, I was that was the two. That's why I'm like, I'm going to just inflate this a little bit and hope. Watch it be two. The two we know. And won't be going over either. It's just straight up close. Yeah, straight up closest to the point. 38. Wow. Wow. I would not. Tell, so, tell him to name them all. <laughs> name them. <laughs> and he said, I had no idea it was so many. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I. Um, that's crazy. He said, I didn't say how many good players played in the NFL. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I still wouldn't guess that again. Oh, gosh. Oh, so that was good. I, I like that. So my what, what's our score now? Am I tied with you? No, you're up by one now. Yes. Yep. You went two zero oh, and one on me, and I went o oh, two and one. O oh, two and one. Well, we both missed one. What did we miss? Well, sorry. Oh, two and one. Then. Tennis. Tennis. Yeah. And then you got two, and I missed those. So actually, I was zero oh, and three. Not bad. And I went two for three. I'll take it, man. That's okay. I'll get you on wrestling. Yeah, you will. You're gonna destroy me. You'll catch up, and this is what it'll do. It, 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 which is go odd. Back and forth. <laughs> yeah, it goes back and forth. Somehow, I know some sports stuff. And I was talking. Uh, I was talking to to Chris. Uh, Chris, who's going to be on, he's going to be on one of our wrestling shows in a few weeks. Uh, Chris Peapod quotes my air quotes. Chris Peapod quotes, and he put da as in the Russian yes her. Chris Daher, who is a local radio personality, and he also has his own podcast, which I'm looking forward to checking out. And I'm going to pull up the name of that for people so they can check that check it out as well. But he is going to be fun. He he was big on AEW, and then uh, Shiv tagged us in in it with him. And I was like, gosh, yes, I would love to have him on. So I was trying to get him on today. If he could, he couldn't because I was like, gosh, he'd be great to go back and forth with you on AEW because I didn't get to see much of yep. it. But he he gave some thoughts, and he wants to. He's going to try to be here after the first televised event. So he'll so mid October. Yeah, October okay. 9th, we're going to try to get him on. He says he doesn't know shit about sports. So he will be on so for wrestling. wrestling. Okay. Yes. Let's so start. his podcast is the On the Radar podcast. So 
Check it out. Um, the On The Radar podcast. Again, he's a local radio personality. He does a lot of stuff. He's a good guy. I've met him a few times. Uh, looking forward to having him on. It'll be fun to have somebody that knows about wrestling and can talk about it. And like I told him, I said, look, Bear's basically our color guy. And I'm just the guy that just navigates where we're going. I'll have to watch Ron smacked on that week. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I was like, it'll be good to watch those Damn two it. YouTube banter back and forth. Um, so, should be interesting. So, with Jeremy... He said he's been watching the USA basketball team. It's going to be tough to win it this year. With Tatum's injury the other day, how do you feel about your team's players playing there? I have three Jazz players, which I'm proud of, but I'm also scared of injuries. It also scares me, too, with Tatum there, Brown there. Um, we also got um, Kemba's there. So it's it, it's scary for me. I don't want to see it. I hate the injuries. But, you know, they're, they're doing it for USA. Granted, it's FIBA. It's not the Olympics. So it is what it is. I wish they would have waited, but who cares? You? Um, I don't think there's any Cavs players because they all suck, so I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> and the Cavs are going to suck anyway, so don't care. Right. Totally don't, agree. Don't care at all. One bit. Um, I hope they win, but I don't, I don't think any of my players are in, so it doesn't bother me. <laughs> he gave me the list Did he? of players from the XFL. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. Anyone exciting. Just scroll through and see if anyone's name jumps. Other than that, I don't I don't. Ed Smith. Care. Well, I'm gonna, I have to swipe. Butler, Biotny, Nikki Savoy, Rod Smart. We knew that. Kevin Swain. Knew, I actually forgot about that one. David Ritchie, Rashawn Sheehy, Brad Trout, Casey Weldon, Jose Cortez. We know who that is. Kirby Dardar. Mm-hmm. Angel Rubio. No. Letario Rachel. Nope. James Hunden. Nope. Rashawn Salam. No, wait, yes, that sounds familiar. Ledmont Evans. Wait, maybe that's what was that guy on TNT? Rashad Ahmad Rashad. Maybe that's what I was saying. Yeah, um, Lamont Evans. This one you'll know. Jim Drunkenmiller. Daryl Hobbs. Mm-hmm. Eric England. Nope. Keith Elias. Nope. Not the Elias we're used to. Kelly Herndon. Yeah. Pat Barnes. Nope. Jeff Brom. Yep. Joe Asuka. No. Isaac Davis. No. Yo Murphy. No. <laughs> Charles Jordan. Nope. Aaron Bailey. Nope. John Avery. Nope. Corey Ivey. No. Didn't know that. He's a corner. Kevin Casvaharn. Uh, Whatever. Nope. Stepfrit Williams. LaShawn Johnson. Paris Lennon. Yep. Steve Gleason. Paris Lennon is... Steve Gleason played for the XFL? Yes, he did. Paris Lennon so far is probably the best one out of all that. I'm pretty sure he played linebacker. So he he played with the Birmingham Thunderbolts, Steve Gleason did. And then, of course, we know the sad uh, ALS. ALS. You know, he still has it, and he's still alive, fortunately. I mean, but he still had, like, the most memorable play in NFL history, blocking a punt after the Superdome opened again after Hurricane Katrina. I mean, and the Saints sucked. They were not good then. Right. And he uh, he blocked that punt, and they still show that all the time. It's amazing. It was their first score in that home field right after that, right? Yeah, I mean, he turned that city, I mean, because everyone, everybody was excited to have football back there after, you know, everyone lived there for three, two weeks, three weeks. I mean, it seemed like forever. Um, and, yeah, he blocked that punt and got that. You, you might know this one, Tommy Maddox, of course. Yep. Mike Furry led the league in receptions in 2006. Really? Yeah. 
221 receptions, 2,000 yards, and seven touchdowns. That was an over his career, though. Yeah, I was about to say. And, and then Craig Willihan. Willihan. No. Willihan? Nothing. I got to tell him thanks. <laughs> I didn't think he'd actually get us a list. Oh, that was fantastic. Thanks for the list. You just made the list. You just made the list. All right, so how about NASCAR? Uh, do you have, do you by chance have what happened this past week? Nope. I uh, went to bed because I figured they were going to race on Monday, and they ended up racing Sunday night like a bunch of weenies. And yeah, so they did. I didn't watch any of the race, didn't think so. Didn't. Kyle Bush obviously moved to the front like normal. Cody won our league again, of course. Yep. And uh, the winner of that race was actually Eric Jones. I saw that. Yes. So he's in the playoffs. He, is. he was not before, I don't think, was he? I think he had a win this year. That might have been his first or second. That was Either yeah, well, way. it was only his second one ever, and he won at Michigan oh, last that's right. year. So, or right. two so years he's, ago, he's in so. now. Yeah. So there's people that are in danger of not making it. Clint Boyer. Yeah, he's won. Jimmy Johnson. Yep. Who's made it pretty much every year he's been here. Um, so let's get into our picks. We don't have Brandon's. I, I will tell you this. So here's where we are. Updated standings. With one race to go in the regular season, then we've got ten races in the playoffs. Uh, Brandon is at 15, even. I'm at 15.2, and you're at 16.1. Overall points, I'm four behind Brandon, and you're only 28 behind Brandon. Mm-hmm. Close the gap. Well, boy, DB and Dado finished eighth. Help uh, me out. Boucher finished 12th, and Logano finished 14th. <laughs> so we gained on Brandon, and I we knew. had the two crappy drivers. So this week, um, Brandon hasn't given us our pick yet, but I'm going to take Ty Dillon. I need you to show me that because I don't know who the hell I still have. So I'm, I'm gonna. If you start rambling, once you type that in, I'm gonna figure that out. All right. I don't. I, I want to look at it because if yeah. you read them off, I'm I'm gonna be way off on if you that. You can see so. it. All right. You're the middle. Keslam. Oh, I already picked Jimmy. Damn it. We've we've picked every big name you could think of. See, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking maybe, though, there wasn't, and I had one in there that I didn't get, maybe. Um, yep, you picked Newman, Brad, Clint, Kyle Larson, Eric Jones. Who? Yep. Eric Jones. All right, hold on. I'm going to pull up DraftKings because then I can find it that way. It's a lot easier. DraftKings. You're no. taking Harvick, Truex, Bush, Bush. Both Bushes. Yep. Logano, Kozlowski. Elmarola. Blaney. Have you taken Blaney? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I took Blaney. Paul Menard. A couple weeks ago. Have I take, I've taken Paul Menard? Nope. I don't think so, right? He's available for you. I might have to take him. Effing DraftKings isn't going to effing load right now. Really? You turd? Sons of bitches. DeBenodetto with the eighth place finish. I love it. Yeah, and he wasn't. Um, I don't. Uh, I heard that he uh, like rallied late in that race. I heard that he was in the back quite a bit, or in the middle to the back, kind of for most of the race, and then made his way up. So, which is fantastic. By the way, they're at Brickyard this weekend. It is the Big Machine Vodka Four Hundred? Yep. God, what a name! What a name! Oh, it's finally loading now. Who won last year? Kozlowski. Casey Kane won two years ago. <laughs> then Kyle, Kyle, Gordon. I, I, <laughs> oh, I'm going to read this on the air. Oh, gosh. Uh, talking to a friend of mine and was saying, hey, we're plugging our new sponsor. And this is what I get back from her. You ready for this? That's easy. Don't be a pussy. How to get out of the friend zone. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And I said, well, sometimes we try, but don't know. Come, <laughs> and that doesn't work. Coming from a woman, she has no idea. So she yeah. has all the power. I'm just saying that right now. Yeah, she has all the power. Women, women have all who, the power. Who said that? Was it Chris Rock? Or, no, it was Cat Williams. As long as you have a vagina, you rule the entire fucking universe. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Big facts right there. Big facts. Um, you got a pick yet? Menard or Suarez are my only two I think I got left. I thought you took Suarez. No, I was going oh, really? to, and I Dude, didn't. He's a, yeah, you did, right here. Oh, did I, at the you road took him course? at the Glen. Yep. Damn it. Making it easy. Yeah, Paul Menard it is. Paul Menard. He did win here in 2011, so I guess oh. I got a little bit there. You want to remind Dub that we need his damn NASCAR pick and his football picks? Yeah, it'll be all right. All right. We have till Sunday. So I'm going to talk about, real quick, we're going to give the updated playoff standings for NASCAR and who's in, who's out. So, so far, who's guaranteed in? Kyle Busch, Joey Logano, Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex Jr., Brad Keselowski, Kurt Busch, Chase Elliott, Alex Bowman, Eric Jones. Larson is so far ahead. So Larson is, he's more than 100 ahead, so he's in. Blaney's in. He's like 70 ahead. Byron's 66 ahead. He's in. Or 58 ahead. He's in. And that's it. So there are one, two, three, four spots that are pretty much open for six guys or somebody outside of that who wins. Paul Menard needs a win to get in. Uh, Chris Boucher needs a win to get in. Stenhouse needs a win to get in. Benedetto needs a win to get in. I would love to see. I wish he would have won at Bristol. There's going to be a lot of hard racing. Both Dillons need wins to get in. So uh, right now you've got Byron in 13th, Almirola 14th, Boyer in 15th, Suarez in 16th. He has the tiebreaker. They're tied with Ryan Newman, but he has a tiebreaker. And then Jimmy Johnson is 18 points out in 18th. So he's got to hope for two guys to falter or he's got to win. So it's very possible. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm, I'm hoping for Ty Dillon and a uh, and your guy to do well as well, Paul yeah. Menard. It'll be uh, he's got Daddy's money. Daddy's his sponsor. That is true. It's going to be like I said, an interesting race. So it's going to be a competitive race. That's for sure. Unfortunately, it just happens to fall at two o'clock on Sunday, and I personally guarantee I will not watch the race. Yeah, not at all. There's more important things on TV on Sunday than than that. Sorry. Sorry, Indy. Oh, yeah, football's on. Dallas is on at night, right? 4.15 or 4.25 or whatever the mid-Fox game is. Yeah, that'll be all right. All right, so uh, baseball. Did you happen to see uh, the Padres, what they did? Nope. So they were they play, <laughs> they were playing um, Sweet Caroline for Red Sox fans, <laughs> and then they rickrolled them. <laughs> yes. Fantastic. If anybody's never seen a rickroll, it's a, what is it, never going to give you up. Yep. When did they when did they put that in though? They put it on the board. Well, that's what I'm saying though. When would they have gotten it in Sweet Caroline? Like, Probably a seventh, seventh inning stretch, like they do. Well, like, no, I'm saying obviously. I mean during Sweet Caroline, the song. Oh, when, when did they pull it in? Like because you have to. You, you can't just be like mid Caroline yeah, and then sweet, put it in. and then yeah, I'm never gonna give you up. Yeah, you gotta you gotta find a uh, you gotta find a good place in that song to put it. I'll have to find that and look that up. Yeah, I'll would, watch it. That would be pretty good. Have you been uh, keeping up with any baseball? Nope. Baseball season. Well, over. the Twins uh, broke the record for most home runs in a season already. They beat the Yankees last year's record, and uh, they're ahead. Uh, speaking of roided out freaks, yeah, pretty much. The Yankees ninety-one and forty-nine, nine and a half ahead of Tampa, sixteen ahead of Boston. Uh, the Twins eighty-six fifty-two, six and a half ahead of Cleveland, and then out west, Houston is ninety and fifty, a game behind New York for best record, and uh, and. So they're a game behind best record. Hey, what's up? 
Hello? <laughs> you're, you're on the air. <laughs> What's up? Oh, not much. We're covering baseball standings real quick. All right, well, you're going to have to take a break. <laughs> I'm going to have to take a break. All right. Well, who's your NASCAR pick? Nerd? Yeah, who's your NASCAR pick this week? Uh, Matt Tift. Matt, Matt Tift? Really? You've ran out of everybody else. You have to go Matt Tift. Yeah, let's take a shot. All right. Uh, so we'll come back to baseball. Now we've got to jump ship here and go to uh, NCAA. So we'll jump over to NCAA, Brandon, just for you. How's that? Oh, that sounds beautiful. All right, so give me a second while I pull up NCAA, and we'll put... Oh, shit, I hit the wrong year. No, that's okay, Brandon. Talk about how bad Notre Dame looked on Monday. Oh, they didn't look bad. I mean, they, were they giving me headaches? Absolutely, but, um, you know, they were able to make the adjustment in the second half, but... Uh, they still didn't cover. Terrible. They still didn't cover. That first half was sloppy high school football, like D4. It was oh, bad. It was terrible. But, it was bad on both sides. But we did have – we had to go back and go through some text and verify what he had. So the updated standings after week one, and this includes that Florida-Miami game, Brandon is 9-3, and three, Bear is 8-4, and four, I am 7-5. and five, So it's pretty much how last year ended out. Um, so let's get into this. Let's get into this week. We got Clemson facing Texas A&M. Clemson is a 17.5-point favorite. Woo! Brandon, what do you got? Um – I mean, Clemson wins, but uh, Texas A&M. Uh, yeah, 17 and a half in Clemson, yeah, right? Yeah. It's in Death Valley, but SEC teams, uh, they you know, they seem to beat up on the ACC a little bit. So 17 and a half is a lot. I say Clemson wins by 7 to 10. Yeah, I mean, uh, last year that game was close, wasn't it? It was like a touchdown. Yeah, well, I think. I think. I yeah, think. so I mean. Mike Elko will have that defense, you know, prepared this year, and I, I, it's not going to be more than 17, I don't think. I And I'm going to go the other way on this one. I think that they're still riding high after beating the shit out of Bama last year. I think they win by three touchdowns. So, And it's taking a risk, but I want to just go different than you guys. It's the only way we catch up in these things, right? Or we get further I mean, away. it's week two. I know. If it was week 12 <laughs> and you were down by three games, then I could see it, but – 17 and a half is a lot, okay. especially for a, what, what, a Texas A&M. Are they in the top 10? Do they jump into the top 10? They are, where are they, 12, I think? Something like that. I saw that. I didn't know if that was last week's standings or not. I so. think they're 12. So let's go into this next one since we're talking 17 and a half. How about Alabama at home against New Mexico State? 55 and a half. Whew. That's still a lot. I don't, I don't know if, uh, well. New Mexico State got beat by 51 last week. Yeah, give me Alabama, 63-3. Um, I don't I don't think New Mexico State scores this week. Uh, yeah, it's going to be – You know what big... the over-under is? <clears throat> You'll laugh at this. What is it, 55 and a half is the yeah. total, so 58. 64. 64. Yeah, I mean, you had the right thought. Um, yeah, uh, Bama by – Bama probably by nine touchdowns, honestly. <laughs> They're going to destroy them. All right, next, Georgia, 48 and a half versus Murray State. Murray State? Yeah, Murray State. Oh, that's a nice little uh, tune-up before uh, a couple weeks before Notre Dame. Cool. Um, let's go Georgia. Uh, yeah, Georgia's home opener, um, 49 is seven touchdowns, so Georgia should beat them by probably about nine touchdowns. They're going to smoke them. Yep, Oklahoma against South Dakota State, 39. Oklahoma's favored by. Uh, I think Jalen goes off again. Give me Oklahoma. Yeah, they just – Pooped on Houston, so uh, Oklahoma big. 
56 nothing maybe. All right, next one. Ohio State, 16.5-point favorites at home to Cincinnati. I'm telling you, don't look over at Cincinnati. You got Luke Bickle going back. Um, you said 16.5? Correct. Oh, give me Cincinnati all day. Yeah. Not to win. Not to win. I mean, I would love to pick it, but have it as my upset special, but um, I think it's – I think Clemson – I mean, Clemson, I think Cincinnati um, – Stays in the game. Ohio State pulls out late. Um, I think it'll be a little bit closer to start, but Ohio State pulls away a lot late. Uh, Luke Fickle is going to be a little bit too overcome. He's saying he's trying to keep emotions out of it. That's going to be hard to do when he was a uh, defensive coordinator, a national champion defensive coordinator there, by the way, mind you. Um, so, yeah, Ohio State 48, Cincinnati 21. Um I just, I'm sorry. They only beat UCLA at home by, or were they? And, and they were, they, were, in they, UCLA? Were, they were favored by two and a half. Cincinnati was. Yeah, were they in UCLA or were they yes. in Cincinnati? I think, uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. They were in. They only won by like ten, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not impressive. Yeah. UCLA and Chip Kelly suck. I mean, yep. they're bad. They're not good, and they were at home. They should have blown them out. UCLA. Everyone for some reason was hyped up on that bandwagon again. They're not good. Um, the problem is, is that Cincinnati's offense isn't great. Right. Sorry, um, they're not going to be able to stop Ohio State's massive offense. And Ohio State's defense looked good until the second half when they just gave Correct. up and didn't give a shit. So. And I'm going similar to you, 52 to 21, uh, okay. Ohio State. So next one, LSU is a six point favorite at Texas. I'll just give mine real fast. Hold on, I'm going to take Texas outright, but I'm taking the points obviously too uh as i have them as a number four in my playoff team so give me texas give me uh give me coach Owen with LSU Tigers. <laughs> um, they uh they win by 10 all right um i think lsu wins game winning field goal so give me texas with the points lsu overall joe burrow goes and beats old coach tom herman so we got all Different things here. I've got Texas to win and the points, um, but, of course, the points are going to play out. Brandon's got LSU outright, and you've got LSU to win, Texas, and the points. Yep. I like it. It's going to be a close one. Michigan, 22.5-point favorite against Army. Dub. Give me uh, me Army. Michigan obviously blows them out, but not by 42. 22 and a half. 22. 22. Oh, 22? 22. Oh, give me. I thought you said 42. My bad. Um, Give me uh, Michigan then. 24, they win by. I agree. Last year, I was off on every Michigan pick I made. I picked Middle Tennessee State. That running is not going to be good. Uh, Michigan is going to just – I think they're going to roll. I think they're going to look confident. They're going to roll. Um, you know, next week's going to be – I think actually they have a bye next week before they play Wisconsin, I want to say, if uh, I'd have to look yeah, at the schedule. Do. So they don't have anything to look forward to except a bye week. So they don't even have to look ahead to Wisconsin because it's not even here yet. Michigan, uh, 48-14. Yeah, big. Michigan big. All right, Notre Dame's off this week. Texas, we already made the pick. So Auburn, 18-point favorite against Tulane. Where did they move up to? They are up to, so What's their rank? one, two, three, four, five, nine, six, nine, seven, eight, nine, nine, nine ten. Ten? Okay. Oh, okay. 
That's fair. And uh, sorry, go go back over that one more time. 18-point favorite against Tulane. Give me uh, Auburn. I think Bo Nix. Um, I like them against Oregon. I think I texted you. Said he was looking good. And then right as I hit send. <laughs> yeah, he threw uh, a pick. He threw, <laughs> he threw that pick. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Did you see so, that pick? Um, no, give me Auburn. Did you see that picture, by the way, of him like sitting there when Cam Newton's sitting up there in 2011 when he's like a fan? Yeah. And then he's obviously cool. doing he's a thing. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got Auburn. What about you? I have Auburn. I, 18 seems kind of low. I That's think what I thought, Auburn too. Auburn should blow out Tulane. Um, but maybe, those people maybe not. in Vegas. Maybe, maybe they went by 24. Those people in Vegas, they have it for some reason. You yeah, know? I mean, they, they, just had a, they just had a great team win. And, yeah, there could be a potential letdown when you play such a tough opponent. And that's probably why that number's so low. Right. I still think they beat Tulane by 24 because this is their home opener, too. Yep. Um, so when you go home and you open up, I mean, that's, that's big right there. Um, but, yeah, that backdoor cover was bullshit. All right. So next we've got Michigan State at home to Western Michigan, favored by 16. Um, I don't think they're going to hold them to minus 73 rushing yards. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that um, insane. <laughs> but uh, give me Michigan State. Give me – they went on all 20 by 20. Okay, Fair. I feel like Western always plays them tough every year, um, but sixteen is just uh, Michigan State will win by seventeen points. So give me give me State. I, I had the same thing. I'm actually going to take State. Just barely. They're just going to barely cover. So I'm sorry I took him. I might screw us. Um, all right, next the last one. I added one more. Uh, the rivalry game. Stanford is plus two and a half at USC, who just lost their quarterback. Plus two and a half. They're at USC. Gives a shit. Two and a half? Yeah, they're getting two and a half. So Stanford starts the game out two and a half to zero. Watch USC win by a fucking field goal at the end. No, USC just lost their quarterback for the year. Give me Stanford big. Well, Stanford lost their quarterback too. Um, (laughs) Who are you taking? Give me Stanford. Yeah, I'm taking Stanford outright. Yeah, same. Yeah, outright they win. All right, same. So we're going to jump into the NFL because we only got Brandon for a little bit. So here we go. Ready for these picks? I'm gonna need yeah, he's going to put them in. I'm going to take the phone, Brandon. So when you talk, you got to give me a break so I can type. So after, okay. after you give your pick, I'll type. Well, I, can, I can do it, actually. Give me that. Oh, right, here, hold on one second. You just got to click. So, yeah. no, I don't have the list in front of me. No, I'm going to read it to you. We're good. As, uh, when Bear tells me he's ready, I'm going to go. All right, I'm ready. All right, here we go. First game, Green Bay at Chicago tomorrow night or tonight when people listen. Um, Green Bay. The Bears. And Bears. So, already, first game of the year, we have a disagreement. (laughs) So, it's the Bears for us. It's going to be a good start to the year. All right. Rams at Carolina. Uh, Rams. This is going to be a closer game than people think, but uh, the Rams will squeak it out. Uh, Game-winning field goal. Rams as well. Tennessee at Cleveland. Brownies. Uh, can I give me Cleveland? And I also have Cleveland. Kansas City at Jacksonville. Game of the week. Uh, Kansas City. Taking Kansas City too, but do not overlook the oh Jaguars no, in this do game. Not. This is upset special written all over it, and the spread is only four. Nick Foles is quarterback. Healthy Leonard Fournette. Jags defense, healthy, tough. I know that Mahomes is there, and I know that the Chiefs have the best offense in the NFL, but 
this this has trap game written all over it. Yes, it does. And they beat them last yeah. year. Oh yeah. no, no, sorry. They beat the Patriots last year in the same sort of environment. Right. Early season game, Jacksonville all excited and haywire and stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah. this is going to be a close one. All right, and Casey here, Baltimore at Miami. Yeah, that's an easy one. Give me Baltimore. Yeah, um, everybody against Miami all year. Miami is just going to keep trading everybody away. They're tanking for Tua or Herbert or whoever. Yeah, Miami is going to be bad this year. All right, and I've got Baltimore as well. Atlanta at Minnesota. Um, give me, uh, give me Minnesota here. Yep, I'm going Vikings. As I think it- uh, Bears' favorite quarterback uh, actually has a good year this year. Matt Ryan? <laughs> oh, Kirk Cousins. Troy Aikman? Yeah. I got Minnesota as well. Buffalo at the Jets. Uh, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. It's going to be another close game, but I think the Jets pull it out at home. Jets as well. Washington at Philly. Uh, Philly. Yep. I think uh, Eagles, healthy, car- healthy, healthy team in general. You get Carson Wentz. Dwayne Haskins going into his first game is going to make a couple mistakes. The Eagles defense, sneaky good. Uh, that secondary with Jalen Mills and whatnot are, are pretty solid. So Haskins will probably throw two or three interceptions to start his season, unfortunately. Because Case is going to get but, hurt. Uh, his, uh, He's not starting? Out. Case is a starter. Case is a starter. They named him the starter last week. I did not see that. Yes. So. Okay, well, take every back everything I just said. Redskins are still going to lose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're going to lose even more. All right, Eagles all the way, everybody. Colts at Chargers. Yeah, Brissett isn't bad. I don't care what people say. Um, Brissett's been in this offense for two years now. He'll be just fine. Um, if I was in Vegas right now, I would take the over six and a half wins because Indy will probably have eight or nine this year with Brissett. Solid pick. But I'm taking the Chargers. Chargers here as well. Bengals at Seahawks. 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 Bengals are going to be the second worst team in the NFL this year. Also have the, Se- also have the Seahawks. Lions at Cardinals. Um. Oh. Give me. Uh. This is gonna be a bad. I think this might be a bad game. I think the Lions win close, but it's gonna be a bad game. Um. Yeah, I'm going with the Lions here. This will be. Um. Everyone's gonna get too excited in Detroit land after they win. But yeah, the Lions. Yeah. Are gonna, Lions are gonna win. Lions as well. Giants and Cowboys. Come on, feed that man. Feed that man. Cowboys, 49ers at Bucks. Sorry, you said 49ers at who? Bucks. Buccaneers. Uh, give me uh, the fighting Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm going Tampa. So, Gary, you get to uh, – this is our second disagreement right now. I already had my pick in. Who did I pick, Bear? The Tampa, I'm assuming. Of course. Yeah. Sorry, the home team to start in a toss-up game. Yeah. Bruce Arians is head coach. Come on, you can't doubt Bruce Arians. Steelers at Patriots. Steelers at Patriots. Give me, um, you know, New England always struggles first half of the year. Um, give me, um, give me Steelers. Ooh. Steelers known to pull an upset now and then, but the Patriots coming off another Super Bowl, opening up, getting their rings, and the banner at home on Sunday Night Football, they're not losing. Patriots. 
You know my pick. I know it's the Patriots. I, yeah. I already put it in. Yeah. <laughs> if, this, if this was like week seven, you know, I would I would think hard about the Steelers if both teams were like five and two or something. Right. But it's not. Nope. Game one at home. Come on. Texans at Saints. Um, Saints. It's going to be a shootout. Nolens. Saints. And Bear, this comes down to this. If we have a clean sweep of our picks. Broncos at Raiders. Give me... Oh, man. At Raiders, give me um, give me the Raiders. You know what? Yeah, give me the Raiders. Well, this is going to be another disagreement. Taking the Broncos. This is where we disagree. I'm You're... taking the Raiders. Man, I can't... We just... We had a perfect lineup there, and you just ruined it. <laughs> you just effing ruined it. Brandon... I need the uh, our tiebreaker for Pigs Can Pick them on ESPN. Saints Texans final score. Um, thirty-eight. Um, thirty-eight twenty. Thirty-eight twenty Saints. Got it. All right, give me run down the picks for us real quick, Bear. All right, so this is uh, the podcast picks for Pigs Can Pick them for Week One as the defending champions of the world. Bears, Vikings, Jets, Browns, Chiefs, Rams, Ravens, Eagles, Seahawks, Chargers, Cowboys, Lions, Bucks, Patriots, Saints, and the Raiders. So you said Brownies, you said the Ravens, Jets, yep, we got them all. Yep. Um, are you putting in a lineup too this year? I will, but I don't play straight. I play with points, so I do mine separate. I mean, but you're not getting in our pool here. No, I'm not going to. Nope. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to get in our points. pool yet this year. But I'm going to call my old man and enter his. So when you see it, I'm going to name it after my old man. It's all going to be my old man, whatever he picks. So we're going to enter it in as uh, Pod Dad. That's what he is. So he's Pod Dad. I'll text my dad and see if uh, he Mr. Can Bear. Yep. Tell your dad there too, uh, Dub. <laughs> my dad doesn't know how to turn on a computer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing they have it on a phone. I like it. All right, Brandon. Um, so that's all our football stuff. Uh, we're going over the NFC East and AFC East today. Anything exciting there that you want to talk about? NFC East. Um, Philly, Philly wins the division. Cowboys win the wild card. Um, and AFC East? Yeah. Uh, well, Patriots do you- are going to win that. What do you think the Jets do this year and Bills? Because we know the Dolphins are going to suck, so I don't need your opinion there. Because those yeah, are two, Dolphins. those are toss-ups, man. The Jets and Bills could be decent. They are. I think, um, oh, man, we're the, you guys don't have the records from last year, do you? Uh, I think, well, the Jets were 4-12, and 12, and I think the Buffalo Bills were like 5-11. and 11. I think they both win more than that. I think Jets. Could possibly be an eight and eight football team. Yeah, Jets were four and twelve, and Bills were six and ten last year. Yeah, I think Bills go seven and nine, and maybe even eight and eight as well. That NFL, I mean, that AFC East is, is improving. I mean, it's only time until you know the Patriots, you know, get knocked off. But um, the Jets and Bills definitely improved in the offseason. I agree with you. Um, anything else before Gary and I go on with the rest of our uh, podcast? Uh, I mean, not really. You guys have fun. I just passed a Burger King, and it just smelled delicious. Um, 
other than that, uh, all I really got to say is just go Irish. So. Oh, fuck. They're on a bye week. Who cares? <laughs> Doesn't matter. He's talking about the other Irish. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, good Good luck. Who, who do they have this week? Uh, they got themselves. No. No, the other the, Irish. The, the other Irish. Oh, uh, team from Michigan. Nice. D- DCC? No. Is that coming up? Is it something heights? Uh, couple weeks. Is that at is that at home? Yeah. Ooh, okay. I'll be there. Yeah. Oh. And then um Who's DCC? Yeah, we, go, we go back up on Saturday to Michigan. Okay. Um okay, yeah, cool. So I'll I'll be at the DCC game. Text me, text us and uh, let us know when that is so we can be there for that. Yeah, if I don't have the kid, I'll be there. And I still need some swag by the way. It is next week, then I'll be there. If Bear's going, I'll go. That's that's perfect, actually. So I can uh, I can swing that. Yeah, we'll come right. out there, check it out. All right, all right, Sounds dude. Good. All right, thanks, Dub. Talk to you later, man. Yep. See ya. Bye. Yeah, bye. So it was nice to have him call in. You know. So before we go into the rest of the football, I want to finish MLB. Um, so we talked about the Astros are one game behind the Yankees for best record in the AL. Uh, Oakland's nine and a half out behind Houston. In the NL, the Braves are seven and a half of Washington. In the Central, the Cardinals have just turned their whole season around. Them and San Fran have gone the opposite ways. And in the Central, St. Louis is up by three over the Cubs, seven over the Brewers, and Cincinnati's falling apart. So they're 14 and a half out. The Dodgers are 91 and 50. So they are still behind the Yankees by a half a game, actually, uh, because they have one more loss. They're 18 ahead of the Diamondbacks. Um, before you finish that up for the wild card, Verlander, no hitter. Yep. You do know now he is he has three, Yep. right? Third all time. Who's second? I know Nolan's first. I can't remember, and they have four. Um, I just saw it, too, and it I, I can't remember because um, I don't think it was someone I really knew. Maybe it was someone older than – probably older than Nolan Ryan, in all honesty. Um, Cy Young. Honest Wagner. No. Damn it. I think Honest Wagner was like a shortstop. I don't think he played pitcher. Um, but do you know that out of his three, two of them have been in Toronto, at Toronto. Jesus. At the Sky Dome. So 66% of his no-hitters have been against Toronto in Toronto. I don't know where his uh, third one is, so sorry. We don't have a stat parrot or stat guy. and I'm just too damn lazy to look it up, and I just don't care that much. So I'm going to look it up. So no-hitters. I just – I've never been a fan of Verlander. I mean, I like him, like, cool, but I've never been a fan of him for two reasons. Can you name both those reasons? Verlander. Reason number one and reason number two. There's two reasons why I don't like him. He whined and got out of Detroit. Well, I don't care. I don't like Kate Detroit. Upton. So I yes, I I did not like him because he played for Detroit. He was good um, until the later part of his career when Cleveland would always beat him up. That's why he left because he couldn't beat Cleveland. And yes, Kate Upton. I'm very 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 jealous that he so, has an extra set of pillows to lay on every night. Yeah, no kidding. So he's tied for third with Cy Young, Bob Feller. And Larry Corcoran, and then Sandy Koufax is second. Koufax with okay, four. So I must have seen somebody else because I would have remembered Koufax. Sandy. All right. So back to NFL. We've got our. You got to you got to flip a few pages there so we can put in our our updates. So 
Let's go AFC East first. Go with that. <laughs> you Excuse talk me. while I flip. So AFC East been dominated by the Patriots. I think it continues this year. But I don't think they're going to be as high a record as normal. Give me them, Patriots, at 11-5. and five. Give me the Jets at 8-8. Eight and eight. Give me the Bills at 7-9. and nine. And give me the Dolphins at 3-13. and 13. Fins 3-13. and 13. Um, Yeah, uh, obviously the Patriots are going to win the division this year. Um, you know, they lost Gronkowski, and that was about it. Other than that, they pretty much remained solid. Gordon somehow got reinstated again. I don't know how that keeps happening, and I don't I, – I feel I, I feel for the guy. I mean, he's not doing roids. He's not doing all – I mean, he's just smoking pot. For the love of God, who cares? Just let the dude play. Let him live his life. If he wants to smoke pot, let him smoke pot. The only thing when you do when you smoke pot is hurt yourself. It just right. makes him slower. That's it. Like, That's it. He's not, I mean, ah, it just, I, that's a, I could go on and on about that. Stupid. It's going to be legalized in the United States within five years, guaranteed. Agreed. So who gives a shit if he's smoking pot? He's not doing coke. He's not smoking crack. He's not selling drugs. He's not beating his goddamn kids. He's not beating other women. All he's doing is smoking a little bit of ganja. For the love of God. <laughs> Jesus. I Any, agree. Anyways. But you remember that song Ganja by Eminem? Yes, I do. It must be the ganja. It's the marijuana. And and I and it sounded like I flip flopped there, but I didn't I mean because didn't. the NFL still has rules, it right? Does. Yep. So why does he keep getting reinstated if their rule is strictly don't smoke pot, right? I mean, simple as that. It goes I, both ways. I found it funny in our draft that the one guy that that hates some of that shit is the one that, <laughs> that drafted Josh Gordon. What? Cody. He, he loves that. What? No, no, no. Oh, he hates that he's like, there's <laughs> rules. Why the hell is he reinstated? Oh, well, yeah, because he, I don't want to, I don't even want to talk about that. Mr. Frickin' Reacher. He reached for every pick that he has and he never does that. And that's all he talked about. So I don't want to hear Somehow, that. Johnny and I's team is projected to finish second. I hope that we're first, but I think mine was seventh. I, I'm, I'm happy with our team. I thought it was a solid seventh. All the way through draft, we're good with it. We'll see. We're projected high score this week, but you know what that means? Not a goddamn thing. Yeah, this, week one is the hardest week. It is. It's so tough because we're going to see after this. If you're going to lose any time in the season, it's week one. Yeah. And you can in the in fantasy, you can lose weeks one through three, and it's not going to hurt you. Nope. It is not going to hurt you. And I not at all. I was talking to Rob on the way home this year. I think isn't going to be like the last couple of years we have. I keep saying I, I have a gut feeling. I, usually, my gut feelings are close. It's going to be a weird year in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be a lot of parity, and there's going to be the same thing in fantasy football as well. Like last year, Nate dominated, right? And Caputo sucked. I sucked. And someone else, I think Ryan was pretty good. Right. Everyone else was right in the middle. I think this year you're not going to have someone who I, – I think, I think by the end of it, by let's say two weeks left in the regular season, I think that everybody will be within two games of the playoffs. That's my prediction I, this year. I like that. I don't think there's going to be one really bad team, and I don't think there's going to be one really good team. Unless people get hurt and shit. I, I don't think – I just – Really? I just think in general the way mm-hmm. everything kind of was, just the way the draft was and the players that are out there this year with Gordon and you didn't know what was going to happen with Zeke until today, which, I mean, I knew. I called it a month ago, but, you know, I'm not always right. Um it was just it, something was odd. Something was off. It just there's no Gronk, right? Right. There's three good tight ends in the league. So there's gonna. I mean, that's not it. There's gonna be 
five more tight ends who are going to be like, oh, who were these guys, right? I mean, that's how the league works. You're not just going to have two good tight ends. Or one of those good tight ends could get hurt immediately. You don't know. It's That's that's the best part of the NFL is the unpredictability of it all. So anyways, off of that, um, yeah, Patriots, I'm going 12-4 and four this year. I think that the Pats are going to be good. Um, and we'll get to the playoff stuff here after this since we can finally pick that, right? Right. Um, I think the Jets are going to be vastly improved, and I think they go 8-8 eight eight as well. I'll give you that. I also think the Bills are going to be um, improved as well, and I'm going to take them at 8-8 eight eight also. I think the Bills um, have a pretty – they're going to be that team that is in every single game this year. I really do. I don't think they're going to get blown out either way. I think they're going to be in every single game. And as I told you, the Dolphins are trash. Since I um, – I'm spoiler here, I'm not going to pick the Redskins to go 2-14. and 14. I'm picking the Dolphins to go 2-14. <laughs> I like Should it. Should be 1-15, but I'm going to go with 2-14. and 14. Dolphins right. are going to be bad. Um, they're going to tank. Kenyon Drake's going to get traded. Fitzpatrick will uh, be either hurt or benched by week five or six, and Rosen will run rest of the time. They traded him for a reason. He's going to get in there, and he's going to play. Mm-hmm. He's going to play with this young talent. Um, what, Kenny Stills was just traded, right? Um, I'm, I'm blanking on their left tackle's name. Laramie Tunsil yep. is traded to the Texans. Um, Isn't that where uh, Still, Stills won as well? Yeah, yeah, they both got traded to the Texans for two first-round picks, a second-round pick, and I think a third coming up. Um, and also, the other trade that we didn't mention was Clowney from the Texans to the Seahawks, mm-hmm. which strengthens Seattle's front seven already Probably one of the best front sevens um, in football behind Dallas Cowboys. So it'll be interesting um, with those trades. They didn't. It was odd because Clowney can't get paid anyways until after this year. Um, he wanted an extension from the Texans, and that was the only team that could give it to him. Why did he want to get traded? I don't know because that means he still isn't going to get guaranteed money until this year. So and before odd. before we go back to the NFC East, we still didn't do the damn. Wild card of MLB. We keep jumping off it because no one cares. The Rays are a game ahead of uh, Oakland. So they are, uh, and Cleveland is tied with Oakland right now. And the Red Sox are five and a half out. And in the NL, the Nationals are three up on the Cubs. And then the Cubs are two and a half up on Philly, three and a half on Arizona, four up on Milwaukee, four and a half on the Mets. That's all who's left. All right. So back to the NFC East. And Carrasco came back. Correct. That was it. That's all I got. NFC East. NFC East. Our favorite division in football. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. It's going to be an interesting year, isn't it? Zeke, uh, you know, I don't know if we told you guys or not, but he uh, he got a contract today, little contract, signed, record-breaking deal, most money a running back has ever gotten in the NFL, six-year, $90 million, $50 million of that guaranteed. Zeke is a happy man. Zeke is in shape. Zeke was at practice today after he signed his contract. Um, I told you guys a month ago, however long it goes, I can't remember what episode it was. Go Probably back, 100. Go back in the archive. It wasn't. It was a little bit past that. No, was it? Because I don't think he was quite in the uh, holdout phase then because it, it was close, but it wasn't quite then. I think it was um, right at the end of July. And I said that, don't worry about it. This is what Jerry Jones does. He teases us all. Um, and he'll get signed before the season starts. Now, when I said that, I didn't think it would be, you know, like 
four days before the season starts. I thought it would be more like preseason week three, week four, something like that. So it was a little bit later than I thought. Um, I figured it would be end of August, not early September. But I don't care. The ink is on the paper. Ezekiel Elliott will be the running back of the Dallas Cowboys for the next six years, guaranteed, pending trade. But uh, he can't go anywhere. So he's locked up. This is solid. We got a, a great squad in Dallas. A great offensive line who's got about another two to three years. Collins got his extension too. Yep. And money. Um, and they, I, I saw one of the beat writers on Twitter posted a play. Um, and I, if I can find it, I'll show you. But it was from last year, um, I think against Seattle in the playoffs. Collins? Yeah, where yeah. He, he pulled um, and right. he drilled one dude. And as Zeke was coming around the corner, he drilled the line. I mean, knocked them both over like a goddamn bowling ball. It was like, holy shit. And he was I mean, he was flying down the field. And, it was like, I see why they gave him an they, extension. And they signed him. He wasn't drafted. And he was going to be a first-round pick, and they signed him. Yep. And look how it's worked out. Smart. Exactly. Sometimes those things work out. Dallas always takes risks. They do, and they can find the guys. I mean, look, Jalen Smith. I mean, yeah. dude, the dude is a first-round talent that they got in got the second enough. round because so, they. Yeah. I mean, he, his knee was ripped to shreds. And look at him. He just got an extension, right? I mean, you got Demarcus Lawrence, who they got in the second round from Boise State, who's probably the third best edge rusher right now, maybe behind Von Miller and. Um, I, I, maybe he's a second because I can't think of anybody else right now. Um, I mean, you got just – there's so much out there. And then you got the the boring picks that we all booed, you know, in the mid-2000s or 2010 or whatever the hell it was when they took Tyron Smith. And you're like, ugh. They took Zach Martin. You're like, ugh. I mean, Zach Martin's been the best left guard, right guard forever. So, I mean, you get these great guys. And I'm happy Dub isn't here to say, oh, he's from Notre Dame. <laughs> But you get these. And then what do you do? You add Amari Cooper. You add talent. Michael Gallup has had a fantastic preseason, has all the upside in the world this year. I mean, he looks so good. I'm really excited. You get Randall Cobb. You get a good veteran slot receiver after you got rid of Cole Beasley. You have um, Van Der Esch in the middle of that defense because you know Sean Lee is not going to play as much, but he's still there. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Um, you know, your weakness is kicker. Maher isn't bad, um, but that's your weakness. He's still young. Hopefully he has a good year. But there's your weakness right now. It's kicker. And maybe the middle of your defense, not the greatest, or defensive line, I should say, not linebacker, just defensive line. I think they could get cut up a little bit because you got two good edge rushers and then you don't have much in the middle. But that's really it. Your secondary, eh, not bad, but you know they're young. They're talented and they're athletic. And that's what you need in a secondary. You need people to get physical. So Do they pay Dak eventually? I, next year, I think they will. They I hope they him, don't pay. They're gonna pay Amari too. Uh, that's the thing is, um, you know, he he doesn't have anything set in stone right now besides the ten million dollars he's getting this year, right? So he's got to play this year. I mean, he has to show up. If Amari Cooper has a year like the second half, you know, like after he got traded to Dallas last year, then we're in trouble because then you got to pay Amari and Dak mm-hmm. after just paying Zeke. That's a lot of money right there, and you're not gonna be able to afford it. So we'll have to see uh, what happens with that. But also Dak is still a couple of years. I think he's got two more years on his contract. So they got time. If they do it right, they could get Amari and then they could get Dak. But Dak ain't getting $40 million. No, Not I agree. Gonna Not going to happen. So as I say that, the Giants still suck. The Eagles will be interesting this year because everyone thinks they're great. But they lost their they lost the guy who led, who won the Super Bowl for them. Carson Wentz has been injury-prone ever since he stepped foot in the NFL. 
So now you just lost the one guy who carried that team when he was gone. That's scary. That should be scary for the Eagles. And I don't care if he just got an extension or not. That just means he's got money. But the Eagles' defense is solid. Um, offense is going to be interesting this year. I mean, they always have a mediocre offense. Mediocre to good offense. So we're going to find out very fast. Um, and the Redskins are out. Oh, they're the Redskins. So best of luck to them. So I have Dallas. Let me write it down here. Dallas going. They have a tough schedule this year. Ten and six. Ten and six for the Cowboys. Eagles nine and seven. Giants. I'm sorry. Cross that out. Redskins. Excuse me. Third. They're going to be six and ten. Giants five and eleven. With Daniel Jones taking over halfway through the year. I have. I don't think any of our picks are going to be in the same order. I got Philly winning, eleven and five. Dallas ten and six. Giants six and ten. Skins five and eleven. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. So now I'm going to need that paperback because I don't remember what the hell I took because we got to give our playoff picks. <clears throat> so I got to look back at this. All right. So, if we're going AFC, if we're going strictly off the paper, we didn't give any records for the Bears, Packers, Vikings, and Lions. We should probably do that. You got your pen? Let me see that pen. So, Bears. You got Bears first. What's your record for the Bears? Ten and six. Ten and six. Packers. Eight and eight. I think they struggled this year. Or you had Vikings next. I'm sorry. Nine and seven. Packers, eight and eight. Yep. Lions? Uh, Five and eleven. All right, I had Bears. I got them eleven and five. Packers at ten and six. Vikings nine and seven. Oh, this is shit. Shit. Other side. Eleven and five. Ten and six. Nine and seven. Five and eleven. All right. So that being said, we crossed over cross pass here. So there are what four divisions in the NFC. Yeah, five, four. These are all on. Where is the other page? Gosh, these are all over the place. So I'm going to have to do this on this page. Based on records. Give me a second. So NFC East. So my best team in the NFC is 12 and four, the Rams and the Saints. Saints are going to be one. Rams are going to be two. So, Gary, Saints are one, Rams are two. So, my three, you've got Philly. I've got Philly at 11-5, Bears at 11-5. The Bears are going to be the three. Philly is going to be the four. And then I've got my five and six. And looking back at this, so we've got, what, Dallas at 10-6. and six. Man, this is going to be interesting. Got Dallas at ten and six, and who else do I have in here? I got Packers at ten and six, and the Sea Chickens at ten and six. So I think it's going to be Seahawks or Cowboys, and then Seahawks. So from there, because we got to do this right, or what do you got? You got to give me yours too. 
Um, I mean, I was just going to do it easy and like give your NFC champion and then yep, like, go ahead. just do your championship game and then just do that. Oh, we're going to do the champ. Oh, well, then let's do that. My bad. So, yeah, championship game. I got Saints v. Rams. And I have Saints v. Cowboys. V. Cowboys. And then in the AFC? I have Patri- uh, yeah, Patriots v. Chiefs. I have the same, and I know you have, we both have Chiefs over Saints. We already have it written down, Mm -hmm. and do you remember the score you gave? Nope. I'll have to look it up. I'll have to pull it up. I got it right here, and you have 38-28. I have 45-38. All right. Dub has the same Chiefs, but he has Chiefs over Rams, 24-20. Okay. All our Chiefs. That's our NFL. Done Oof. with the NFL. Well, we're not. For this week. We have we have a lot more weeks to go. 20-some. Up to the Super Bowl. Up to the Super Bowl. That'll be here in a minute probably, unfortunately. All right, so now it's film time. What's the film this week, Bear? Major League. One of the best baseball movies ever. $11 million budget. Ever. Made. $49.8 million at the box office. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. And you talk about this movie real quick. i got to take a quick break. All right. This probably, and I'm, in my opinion, I mean, it is one of the best baseball movies ever. I mean, it's about the Cleveland Indians, and they sucked in the 70s and the 80s and probably the 60s, too. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. So they made a movie about them, um, almost getting sold to the evil lady owner She didn't want the team. She's like, screw this. I want out. So she wanted to get the team to Miami where it's nice and warm. But to break the lease, the sales had to plummet. And their sales were bad. And she was loving it. But then the team starts winning. They have a bunch of nobodies come out of nowhere. (laughs) Coming in with the Ricky Vaughn jersey. Where are the glasses at? Damn it. I didn't have any glasses. I don't have any glasses. So so the team starts winning, all these misfits. They start doing well. They start bonding as a team, working and winning. All the fans start coming back. And by the end of it, they're uh, back playing the old dreaded cheater Yankees at the end, the roided up, chewing tobacco Yankees, um, and end up beating them. And I'm sure everyone's seen the movie, so I'm not spoiling this for anybody. And uh, go to the World Series, and that's where the movie ends. They never show them in the World Series. They just show them winning the AL pennant for the first time in, like, 30 years or something like that. Um, which is funny because this movie was 89, and then eight, six years later in 95, they were they did win the pennant. So, right. I mean, it's, it's crazy to think that the movie comes around and, and they do win the pennant in 95. Won the pennant in 97. Didn't win the World Series either of those years. So their drought is still there. But, I mean, goodness, this movie was hilarious. You have, uh, you know, Charlie Sheen pretty much as your big star is Ricky Vaughn, Wild Thing, Bang's little uh, Dorn's wife in it, which is great, by the way. Is that Rene Russo? Yes, it is. Yep. Um, you have the um, the Allstate guy as uh, Pedro Serrano. I can't think of his name, but I know he's the Allstate guy. So. Oh, uh, Dennis Haysbert. Yep. Okay. Um, and then, you know, he plays the, uh, 
Uh, Can't forget Willie Mays Hayes, Wesley Snipes. Well, Wesley Snipes, yeah. Well, he, he couldn't pay his taxes, so he doesn't yeah. <laughs> How about Bob Euchre? Bob Euchre's in it, yep. And like, so I think, it, who is it? Corbin Berenson is uh, Dorn. He's a third baseman. Correct. The stuck up, was good, uh, needs the money, all that guy. Uh, Can't forget great. Tom Berenger, who you said. Tom, Taylor. Yep. He, uh, who's he? Jake Pl- Taylor. Platoon? Platoon, yeah. Platoon, right? Yeah, he, um, he was the catcher. He was the... The guy who uh, was, you know, traded a whole bunch of different teams, you know, played in AAA and his knees were blown out. He was about done and got one last shot in the majors. Um, and he, his whole thing was a love story with some teacher or something like that. Blah, 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 who she left, that weird, creepy guy who she was dating for him, which we all knew was going to happen. Right. How would you not want to be with a baseball player? Some nerd. 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 Um, but... Yeah, I mean, what a fantastic movie. Absolutely great. And the coach, I mean, come on. I don't even know who it is, but I, I can't think of his name. Find that for me because he's hilarious. Give me the Ricky. <laughs> Lou Brown. Yep. The manager of the Mud Hens. He was the manager of the Mud Hens in that too. To Funny manage enough. the team and promotes former manager Charlie Donovan to general manager. So that's James Gammon who was the manager. Okay. Ricky. Give him the heater, Ricky. Give him the heater. He's like a villain in wrestling from the 80s. Oh, I know. It's great. And then, um, oh, man, so many good lines in that movie. They, uh, you know, Ricky Vaughn comes up. Oh, where'd you used to play? Ah, California Penal League. <laughs> Penal League. Who's the, uh, look up, hold on, before you change that, who's the old guy who, their pitcher, their old man pitcher? What's, who is that? Old man pitcher. Is that Behringer? No, no, that's not Behringer. Pepper Leach. I, yeah. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen him in another movie. What was his name? Harris, right? Uh, let me look here. Go. Yeah. His last name's Harry Harris. Doyle? No, no that's that's Bob Euchre. That's Euchre. Harris is Eddie his last Harris. name. Eddie Harris. Eddie Harris, yeah. Chelsea Ross. I think I think the best part, one of my favorites in that, is when, uh, uh, when Serrano, because Serrano is a big spiritual guy, right? Doesn't mm-hmm. believe in Jesus Christ. Big spiritual guy on this, and has Joe Boo. Oh, Joe Boo, you helped me hit curveball. I hit no curveball. Fuck you, Joe Boo. Um, fantastic. But going over and talking about how, uh, you know, certain things can't help him hit a curveball. And old Eddie Harris, you saying Jesus Christ couldn't hit a curveball? Let's not make this a holy war, Harris. I mean, come on. That's absolutely classic. That's what makes this movie right here. Such a great flick. Typical to like Charlie Sheen flick, right of the uh, late eighties, early nineties too. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the and then you think of him. What happened in two thousand eleven? Cocaine. <laughs> what? Blurple. That's probably what it was called. Blurple. It probably was. Give me that blurple over there. Give me that blurp. Got that tiger blood running through me. No, yeah. Charlie, that's AIDS. <laughs> that's what your tiger blood is. It's AIDS. Oh my god, that's terrible. Um, but this movie, eighty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, Google users, 89% like the movie. It's a great movie. I mean, it's just a it's a cult classic. Absolutely fantastic. I love this movie. Not if it was and if it was with any other team too, I I would lo- I would still love it. Like it's not just cuz it's the Indians, but this movie I do watch every year before baseball season starts. So I watch it at least once a year, usually just once a year unless it's like on TV or something like that. But before baseball season starts, I throw in this movie and um, almost know about every line to it, ever. 
Here you go. So here's some things from Lou Brown, some quotes. Forget about the curveball, Ricky. Give him the heater. Give him the heater, Ricky. Well, you may run like Hayes, but you hit like shit. <laughs> Forgot about that. That's such a good one. Yeah, you may run like Hayes, but you hit like shit. Come on, Dorn. Get in front of the damn ball. Don't give me that whole blade bullshit. <laughs> he um, he uh, pees on his contract, too, in that. All right, Vaughn. They tell us you're a pitcher. You're sure not much of a dresser. We wear caps and sleeves at this league, son. Understood? <laughs> and like you said, forget about the curveball, Ricky. Give him the heater. How about... Uh, some of the things from Dorn. Let's cut through the crap, Vaughn. I only got one thing to say to you. Strike this motherfucker out. Mm-hmm. That was after he banged his wife and he thought he was going to beat him up. And he gave him the ball and walked up to him. And Lou Brown's like, uh-oh. He goes up and that's what he says. And then at the end, when he strikes him out, he punches him in the face. It's great. Right. So, uh, Willie Mays Hayes, the American Express card. Don't steal home without Don't it. Don't steal home without it. Uh, Serrano's looking for some extra power. <laughs> Serrano's looking for some extra power for tonight. He's looking to sacrifice a live we can't chicken. Sacrifice a live chicken in the clubhouse. People will be getting sick before the game. Hey Jake, man, we can't have people puking in the locker room before the game. Yep. We should have got the live chicken. <laughs> got him. They got like, KF, they got KFC by the way. Yeah. Oh God, great movie, fun movie. You know, we'll, next week we're going to talk about Little Giants. Ah, yes, another good movie. Another not, classic. Not as raunchy as Major League. So I'm going to cover some things in history, and then I got some things I wanted to talk to. Well, first I'll talk about those. So Cyborg left UFC, signed with Bellator. I'm sure you saw that. Yeah, don't care. Think she'll do anything? Nope, don't care. She wasn't that good in the UFC. She was overhyped and too old. Just true. How old is she? Do we even know? Um, Probably mid-30s, I would guess. Uh. You're probably right. Did you know Michigan was the first state to ban flavored e-cigarettes, getting rid of vaping? No. Um, you know Goff's contract, four years, $134 million extension. Yep. 110 of which is guaranteed. Yes, sir. That's a lot of money. The uh, highest paid quarterback in the NFL right now. That is, that's a lot of money. Yes, it is. God. Certainly is. I'm trying to get through some of this stuff so I can... Yeah, just get through the news and notes. How Um, about Taco Bell? Getting rid of the Cool Ranch Dorito, Locos Tacos, Fiery Doritos Tacos, Chips and Salsa, Double Tostada, Power Menu Burrito, Beefy Mini Quesadilla, Double XL, Grilled Stuffed Burrito, Chipotle Chicken Loaded Griller, and the one that pisses me off the most, the Double Decker Taco. Yeah, no, nothing in there. I uh, didn't. I was never a double decker taco fan, so they got rid of nothing I didn't enjoy. I don't know if you saw what they're putting in the cheddar crunchy chalupa or cheddar cheddar toasted chalupa, something like that, something wild. I did not coming see up that. like next week, I think. Yeah, so that one's gonna be that's gonna be pretty crazy. It reminded me. Remember their grilled chicken taco they had? Yes. It was chicken on the outside. Mm-hmm. This is what it looks like, but it's a chalupa shell, but it's cheddar cheese toasted. Here's a good meme I saw. Please stop calling me cracker. The correct term is saltine American. Uh, Fantastic. Eh. Michael Myers taught me a valuable life lesson. Don't worry about how fast everyone around you is moving. If you're determined just to move at your own pace and you'll kill shit every time. Yeah, that's true. Especially if they're teenagers. Yeah. Or right. Well, not Jamie Lee Curtis. You can't kill her. And then this is the last one. I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Kobe has the ball. I don't know if you saw this. You need to stop for your life. Which defense defender are you taking? I'll give you the list. Pippen, Jordan, Gary Payton, Dwayne Wade, Ben Wallace, Kawhi Leonard, Dennis Rodman, Draymond Green, LeBron James, Kevin Garnett. 
Uh, guard one-on-one outside, Kawhi Leonard. If he's driving in the hole, Dennis Robin. And I had similar. I was just going to go Kawhi all the way, but that makes complete sense with Rodman. I like it. Yeah, I mean, give me two there because Kobe runs ISO a lot. So there we go. Obviously, Rodman isn't going to take him up top of the key. He's going to drive by him. But if Kobe's coming to the lane, Rodman's there. Yeah, Rodman's stopping. There we go. All right. So, so uh, going on this day in history, uh, 1934, Australian cricket super batsman Don Bradman scores 149, not out in just 104 minutes. 17 fours, four sixes in drawn tour match versus England. 11 at. Folk Stone. Dees. 1950. NASCAR's first paved super speedway, Darlington Raceway, hosts Southern 500. First 500-mile event in NASCAR history. By Winner, the, Johnny Mance in Plymouth. By the way, since um, you know we were just down in the southern part and uh, we had some of this, it was now not the Southern 500. It's the Bojangles, Bojangles 500. 500. Did it make you crave Bojangles? No. Not me either. Because well, I didn't watch the What did we say? What was the episode a few ago? Raiders of Bojangles. You weren't here for that. Mm. All right, 1988. Mike Tyson crashes a silver BMW into a tree near uh, Catskills, New York. Mm. Fantastic. Uh, the 1988 relocated Phoenix Cardinals play first regular season NFL game, lose 21 to 14 versus the Bengals at Riverfront Stadium in Cincinnati. 1991, MLB Statistical Accuracy Committee votes to drop asterisks next to Roger Maris's 1961 home run record of 61 and determine an official no-hitter must go at least nine innings. Hmm. Okay. All right. 1993, Penn State University plays its first football game in the Big Ten, beating Minnesota 38-20. Yeah. NFL record 94, Miami quarterback Dan Marino throws five touchdown passes in Dolphins' 39-35 win over New England. Sets NFL record with his 18th game of four more touchdowns. They probably wish they have Dan Marino back now. I can agree to that. All right. 2006, Tiger Woods matches the lowest final round of his career, 863 at the Deutsche Bank championship at norton massachusetts to win for the fifth straight time and seventh time this pga tour season mm, yes beastly. and in 2018 kaepernick who kneeled during the national anthem is a new face of nike's 30th anniversary advertising campaign still doesn't have a job in the nfl he does not so happy birthday today this is a big one 70th birthday tom watson mm, good for tom five-time major winner i think uh, eight-time major, eight time major winner. Five times at the British. Ah, that's where I got the five. Happy birthday, Thom. Thom. And that's all the birthdays we're going to talk about. Nothing. Mm. Nothing of interest. Nothing really of interest anywhere else either. I'm good with that. Any weddings on this day? Bjorn Borg. I feel like he got married on another day we hosted the show. Bjorn Borg's probably got married a couple times. All right, so uh, we can go back to the beginning and thank Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing, first and primary sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you to Sean, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Call him, 419-704-5471. Does not serve the Toledo and surrounding area and not Juba, Saudi Arabia. Yep. And the Guns and Swords. Thank you to Tim at Verizon. Cassandra at PNC, Steve at Savage and Associates, and last plug, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Boom. 
Check them out. Check the website. They've got good things going on there. Good dating coach. If you're scared, if you're worried, give them a call. Reach out to them on the website. He will give you a free consultation. See if it's right for you. Again, datingtransformation.com. Boom. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Go Cowboys.